Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brando, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going in Rock Countout. We take a topic, we take 10 things, and we have a whole ass conversation about it yeah. right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you're listening to this in the audio realm, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, a review, or a comment. It really helps the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, do us a favor. Hit that like button. If you watch the video and you don't like it, you can always take that back. But can you front us a like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. You know, and again, front, if you don't like yeah. it, you can undo it. Right. You yeah. can even give it a dislike if you really don't like it. It's like one of those uh, check cashing places. You give us the money now, and then we worry about you know that if if if, you, if the check doesn't come through. I don't really actually know how those places I have work. no idea how that works either. All right. Well, you know what, man? Let's talk about the topic du jour, the topic we're going to talk about. We put it to the friendos, and this was like a razor-thin margin. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do both of them. The next one's going to be next week. Yes. But this week, we're starting out with the wrestlers who had the best 2022. And, man, 2022 was really good for a lot of wrestlers. Like it really was. It, was. it actually had quite a hard time putting together – a list not because there it was hard to find 10 people who had a really good year there was a lot of people who had a really good year we'll talk about our honorable mentions once we get through uh, uh the list as a whole um and just because they didn't make the cut for the top 10 doesn't mean they didn't have fantastic years and aren't deserving of being on said list you know mm-hmm. there's a variety of factors and criteria in play that led to us just deciding on the 10 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anybody on the honorable mentions most certainly could could easily be on the list too. There's That's a little doubt. bit of shifting here and there, but uh, but yeah, we narrowed it down to ten, and then plus I don't know, like five. Uh, uh, also rands five uh, runners up. So let's go ahead and dive into it. First sure. up, number 10. 10. Fatur. F-T-R. Now, if June was the end of the year, they would be way higher up. They would probably be top three, maybe even number one, because the early part of 2022, it was home run after home run. Wrestler uh, of the year. Wrestling act of the year was theirs to lose. Uh, and they pretty much lost it. Well, I wouldn't put the blame <laughs> on FTR because even though they weren't on AEW television, yeah. they were still putting on awesome matches at Ring of Honor pay-per-views, New Japan Strong, uh, and, and, uh, uh, doing matches throughout the independent scene. Mm-hmm, uh, even yeah. though they weren't on AEW television in the yeah. second half of the year, they were still putting on awesome matches. I didn't get a chance to see it, but apparently their match against Aussie Open uh, earlier this year was absolutely outstanding. Pretty much, if you put Dax and Cash in the ring with another tag team, you're going to get an awesome match. That was kind of the the recipe for FTR's uh, 2022. Um, and it's just a bummer that they didn't appear, they didn't have the momentum. Sorry, they didn't carry the momentum. They had the first half of the year on AEW television because they weren't on, no fault of their own. Uh, otherwise, they would have been much, 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 much higher. I get the feeling that you're placing the blame of their exclusion from wrestler of the year at this point uh, for the second half of the year squarely at the feet of one Tony Khan Larson. You got that right, buddy. And I would agree with that. I know it's crazy how like up until their two out of three falls uh, match against the Briscoes, it was their year. It was absolutely their year. Um, And then they just sort of disappeared. It seemed like they were uh, AEW for whatever reason was hesitant to pull a trigger on like a full-on FTR versus Young Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, final well, match, were, rubber match situation. They were number one contenders for the tag titles for, well, it was in April till they just had the match, what, last week? Mm-hmm, yeah. What is that, eight months? Yeah. They went eight yeah. months being the top-ranked tag team in AEW, not once until they finally did in December, get a title match. And yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I mean, another thing to consider also is that they won – the triple a tag team championships uh in uh, looks like it was march of this year mm-hmm. and they haven't had a triple a match since <laughs> they have not appeared there so one of those titles that they're holding they just they, it, it's just there mm-hmm. and they never do anything else with them mm-hmm. uh as far as their work in uh new japan they did have a defense at uh, against United Empire in November, so that was just last month. They have appeared quite a bit on New Japan programming. They were at Royal Quest. Uh, they were at Music City Mayhem in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, they did Forbidden Door, mm-hmm. of course. So they've made some appearances, but yeah, by and large, um, FTR has kind of been not. I mean, they they've been on AEW TV, but like. Well, yeah, not, not in a high-profile way as they right. were the first half of the year. Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. There was that whole run of Dax doing solo matches. I don't know, was Cash injured at the time? I don't or know. they just they had know. nothing to do? I mean, I they were all great matches. <clears throat> yeah, we're sort of talking them down, but my God, they just actually had a killer first they half. They really of the did. Year. They had an absolutely awesome first half of the year, and it's a bummer that uh, Tony Khan didn't put them on AEW television. On a regular yeah. basis, the second half of the year. Otherwise, they would be top five easy. 
Top five. Easy. Yeah. So after that two out of three falls match in July, they did not appear. Like that was at the um, that was at the end, sort of the third week of July. It was the twenty third of July. Yeah. And then uh, they didn't appear on AEW programming until August thirty first in a match. Uh, and then and I don't know maybe Cash was injured or something. And then yeah, a week later they were on TV. But then it was like a month after that they were back on TV. So yeah. Yeah, there just wasn't a lot of FTR. You'd think they were the hottest thing mid-year. You'd mm-hmm. think that Tony Khan would have wanted to capitalize on that. But, oh, no, he loves to cool people down. Ourselves. Apparently. Apparently. We're going to talk about a couple of those types on the next week's worst, uh, who had the worst 2022 yeah. list. But let's go ahead and move on from FTR. They did put on some match of the year candidates. They just oh, had absolutely. one at Ring of Honor final battle. But uh, a couple other acts perhaps had better year-round Years, all around years, years. yes, all around years. Three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah, let's move on. Number nine, nine. Dominic Mysterio, kind of the surprising entry of the year here, Uh, and it's it's exclusively because of one reason. After all the hemming and hawing that Vince McMahon went through in terms of Dom turning on his father, that deadbeat Ray Mysterio. Uh, finally, Triple H did, in fact, pull the trigger and in turn created one of the most hated characters uh, at live events yeah. and on television in yeah. Dominic Mysterio as he joined the Judgment Day. Um, you know, whether it is the uh, 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 raging jealousy from fans who really love Rhea Ripley and can't stand that she's his mommy and she's always whispering in his ear, what is she whispering to him? Uh, or the fact that he quite entertainingly just always references his deadbeat dad, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. There's that awesome segment, the Thanksgiving Day, uh, you know, beat down of Ray Mysterio um, and, and his explanation afterwards. Oh, it was uh, fantastic. Dominic really seems to be having a good time yes. with this uh, with this persona of his. I have a good time seeing him. He cracks me up. Um, and uh, and he gets that crowd reaction and people just booing the shit out of him. Absolutely. And to think his turn just happened in October. Two months ago. Oh, my God. If you would have asked me, I would have said it was July or something. No, nah, it was October at Extreme Rules. Wow, that's nuts. Um, is when he turned on his dad. Unless I'm completely uh, wrong with about that. That's what I remember it happening. Yeah, no, it was after, it was right after because, yeah. Finn and uh, Edge's I Quit match, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably... I know no, it Summer's- wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was before that. Sorry. My bad. It was before that. Because I, I know Triple H took over at the end of August. So, I mean, even if it was in September still, like, I know it happened after Triple H took over. I yes. think. Am oh, I it was at, it was at Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle. Oh, Sorry. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Sorry. So, it was a couple um, months prior. So, September happened in September. My apologies. But, uh, but you know, for him to, uh, uh, to have such a drastic turnaround and to mm-hmm. find something finally this year that he can really run with and judgment day seems to be having a lot of fun with um, is awesome for him. And I think bodes well for his future in WWE because up until September um, it was like, Oh God, really Dom? Wow. He's just, he, I, I had no desire to see him. My yeah. Team. I mean, he's a decent wrestler, but from a character perspective, he, there was nothing really to latch onto as a viewer. Yeah. Right. You know, his character was pretty much Ray Mysterio's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm happy that they finally uh, allowed him the opportunity to showcase more personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're a heel in the world of wrestling, you get to have more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell he's having a good time and he's enjoying it. The chemistry between all four members of the Judgment Day is outstanding. 
They yeah. play off each other really well. They genuinely seem to interact and 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 and, and have a good time when performing together. Well, and that, one thing, and, yeah. that, and that translates to to the viewers. One thing also you and I talked about with Dom is it would benefit him to go on an excursion. Well, mm-hmm. in WWE, obviously, I don't really do excursions unless you count NXT. Yeah, but. Uh, this is sort of as close as you're going to get because he's obviously probably traveling with Judgment Day, learning a lot of stuff, you know, not just now from his dad, but from Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. three po- people who I think he can learn a lot of variety of things from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only going to help him in the long road also. And you're just building into his story this history that they can reference down the line Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to just, Hey, I hang out with my dad a lot. And sometimes my dad rides me down to the ring, (laughs) which is not, it probably sounds worse than I just put it. Anyways, let's go ahead and move on from that. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Number eight. Eight. Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE. Yes. Um, so uh, she hadn't had an opportunity or wasn't able to wrestle since, I believe, December of, 2000, of 2016. I almost said 2006. My that would have been goodness, way off. That's a long time, yeah. Um, to, uh, uh, cause of, oh, sorry, 2017. Sorry, okay. getting all my dates wrong. Um, uh, during a house show. Suffered a neck injury, and and was told, uh, seemingly at the time, that you can't wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this year she got her career back, her in ring career back. Um, she signed with AEW, and uh, they cleared her 
She, she said she went to what three different doctors? It was quite a few doctors uh, to get cleared, and and to see her in the ring, see the outpouring of emotion from being able to wrestle again, mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. yeah. it was great. It's it's kind of crazy. And then of course there was a story of you know WWE. Um, never really considering to try to get her cleared or to try to explore that as an option, mm-hmm. but them still, you know, when Triple H took over, still wanting her because Triple H understood what kind of name she was. Mm-hmm. It was always absolutely crazy that WWE didn't want to do more with Paige I know. as a personality, if not. Um, I mean, I know that she was on backstage, but that was like a Fox production. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they never brought her on camera much after I think she was managing like the Kabuki Warriors or something like that. Um, you know, she is, you know, she has a, a, a big fan base. Mm-hmm. People, you know, she's a draw. People like Paige. And uh, and it's kind of shocking that WWE didn't do anything with her while there, she was under contract. Yeah. And then once she was free, um, she got the proper clearances. She checked and double checked. Uh, and and she back, she's back. She's with the AEW now. And like yeah. you said, watching her match at, uh, at All Out. Full gear. Full gear. Yeah, that's right. It's full gear. Watching her match at full gear, seeing all that emotion, um, it was a hell of a thing. It was an awesome, an awesome moment for her. I know that she's talked in the past about struggling with mental health issues and how Twitch helped that in her life. You know, feel like she's not alone. And now, you know, being part of the AEW galaxy, um, isn't that what Jericho Appreciation Society calls yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that that that's really tremendous. So she's she's had a, a really great year. Getting back into professional wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's move on. Number seven. Seven. Seth freaking Rollins. I mean, in terms of him transforming his character to this current iteration, the visionary, the revolutionary, um, this year has been a standout for him in terms of doing probably the most interesting character work of his entire career. We know Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. Um, and he's done great character work in the past, but this eclipses anything he has done up to this point. Um, and he's still putting on banger matches on a regular basis. He started the year challenging Roman for the, 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 the universal title. Yeah. Didn't lose. Yeah. He won actually by DQ. The only guy to beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. During would have been also Xavier Woods, but they called it a no contest. Yeah. During the head of the table run, he's the only person to get a win. Over Roman, um, U.S. champ, mm-hmm. briefly this year, just recently, mm-hmm. but in terms of of really doing stellar, stellar character work, um, I can only think of maybe one or two other people that have have done character work so good that they've earned a spot on this list. The results speak for themselves. You see what's happened to a guy who, obviously, when he tried to be a face a couple of years ago. It just didn't work because nobody wants regular Seth Rollins, you know, just, nor, you know, what what is his real name? Kobe Lopez? Yeah, Colby Lopez, yeah. N- nobody really wants him, you know, as a good guy on their TV. However, if you can get to a point where you're doing such good work as a bad guy and you have such a, a an interesting character who people can't turn away from, plus what you said, puts on banger matches all the time, that's a recipe for exactly what you always want. If you got a guy who can be a bad guy, but the people love him, mm-hmm. that is a sweet spot right there. And uh, and yeah, for a brief moment, it looked like they were maybe running with him as 
U.S. champion to be sort of the Roman of Raw, to be the top guy of Raw with that title. They ended up having Austin Theory fall on him and uh, and get that title instead. Yeah. Um, but Seth doesn't really need any titles, although I think he's strengthened by it. Um, and I think that Seth, I, I still think it's probably Cody's, but uh, Seth w- should be like considered in the top five or top three of people who, who could legitimately take it off Roman Reigns for no other reason that he already beat him once. Yeah. This year, um, this year. So, uh, so yeah, when you have the entire crowd singing your song the way he does, he has tapped into something with this character of his, you know, with the, with the flamboyant outfits and, uh, and the theme song and the dancing around and all the laughing and stuff. Yeah. The maniacal laughing. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. He has really found something that has clicked with the crowd and the WWE. It's hard to come up with anybody who's, you know, more over than him. Maybe you'd have to look at Sami Zayn or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, no, he's, he's, he's in that upper echelon right now in pro wrestling and he's doing great work And 2022 was just an absolutely killer year for him. Really was really was. Yeah. Um, to yeah. go in there at hell in a cell with Cody. Yes. As I mentioned his feud with Cody. Yeah. 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 It was really something special. I think he didn't, he, wasn't it also this year that he had, did he have hell in a cell against edge as well? No, that was last year. That was last year. Okay. That was 2021, yeah. Let's move on here with number six. Six. Bianca Belair. Uh, Another stellar year for Bianca Belair. Um, I mean, once again, main evented night one of WrestleMania. Who'd she fight this year? Was it uh, Becky? Oh, that's right. It was Becky after a big feud with Becky Lynch. Um she she fought Becky in just an and, absolutely killer match, right? Yeah, it was really good. And it's, that wasn't the main event, though. It was Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens that was the main event. Oh, that's won. right. That's right. They did Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. Hey, Stone Cold had a good year, too. Yeah, he, he came did. Back. So did Kevin Owens for that match. Bitch. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Um, but, uh, but, man, yeah, Bianca was everywhere this year. Like, this is sort of the year that she took a step outside of – with all the crazy big stories and stuff, it was kind of easy to sort of get this lost in the shuffle. But she took a big step outside the mm-hmm. world of wrestling uh, about mid-year. No, where was it? In August, she signed with WME, which is mm-hmm. a big Hollywood agency. And then uh, she uh, it was she's going to have like a reality show yeah. with, uh, with Montez Ford, with her it's husband. It's on Hulu, I believe. I think it's going to be on the Hulu. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like within wrestling, outside of wrestling... She's had a hell of a year. Yeah. I mean, really, the the, the model of consistency, mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, she had a, a feud with mm-hmm. Becky Lynch that ran the better part of a year from SummerSlam last year to this year. You, you put her on in, uh, uh, out there for a promo, does great work. Mm-hmm. Backstage interviews, great work. In ring, great work. Mm-hmm. Um, like, at no, like, she's just remarkably consistent and consistent at a high level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of the opponent, regardless of the feud. You give her something to work with, and she hits it out of the park every time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and her and Becky had a terrific match at uh, SummerSlam as yeah. well. Yeah, um, and then we saw Becky's turn there, and yeah, it's it's interesting to see Bianca. You know, we've been able, we've been lucky enough to see her from basically the ground floor, and to see somebody take every single step, you know, in front of our eyes, and get to the point where she's at. Mm-hmm. Um, where she has the crowd firmly behind her, mm-hmm. she comes off as super genuine. Yes. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. She she had a, she had a stellar year. She yeah. really took another late leap this year. I'm really curious to see 
at what point is she going to, you know, cause she, I think she still has a couple of years left as like perennial champion person. Um, I mean, this year got a little out of hand when she would like, you know, during a match with Bailey, for example, damage control would come in and try to try to mess with her and she would dispatch them fairly easily. I think she had like both Dakota Kai and Sky with like a, a KOT, a KOT at, the at the same, same time, time yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so there is, you're, you're starting to see the lull Bianca wins thing happen. But that's to say, just she's having a really good year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? You, know, you can you can quibble with that, but she's having a good year. Yeah, and and, and we've we've given WWE some some criticism about their inability to build new stars mm-hmm, over the yeah. last few years. Well, Bianca is a success story in that regard because she is absolutely a massive star, both within the company and I think soon to be outside of the company. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. And over the what basically three years. Mm. You know, from from her coming up from NXT uh, to now, and to be up there with the four horsewomen in terms of mm-hmm. star power, popularity, uh, and what they mean to the women's division, WWE, mm-hmm. it's a heck of a feat. Yeah, and yeah. and and it's it's a, it's a testament to Bianca's immense talents that that she's at that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of expect uh, Rhea Ripley to follow the same sort of path mm. coming up soon. You can tell Triple H really likes yeah. Rhea Ripley, and she is by far one of the more interesting characters on TV right now. Um, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see her sort of following Bianca's footsteps because I get, I get the feeling it's going to be coming up next. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would not be surprised if it's Bianca and Rhea at WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. not. I, it definitely feels like they're setting up Rhea's creative so. She's gonna be the one that that eventually beats Bianca for the Raw Women's Championship. Seems like that might be the case. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's move on with our next one, number five. Five. John Moxley. Say it like yeah. Justin Roberts, Steve. John Moxley. Oh, thank you. This is John. So yeah. So speaking of someone who's incredibly consistent, incredibly consistent at a high level, mm. John Moxley is Mister Dependable. He in really AEW. Is. You know, it, it's almost like in case of emergency, break glass, call Mox. Yeah, nowhere was that scene better, more evident within the brawl out situation. Yes. We all know what happened backstage uh, after a, a really crazy press conference. CM Punk got into a fight with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And then, and, but he had just won the world title from John Moxley mm-hmm. after Moxley had uh, won it. In the match versus had unified the title, the, title the thing, interim yeah. In the in the yeah, three days earlier or whatever it was, yeah, Something crazy like that. Yeah, I'm, I still don't get that, that weird booking, booking. But whatever. Uh, and so it was like, oh, okay, Mox is doing the honors for CM Punk because CM Punk loves Chicago or whatever the reason was. And then you know, oh shit, what happened? CM Punk he goes away, and then you're once again lost, left without a champion. Well, who do you call to pick it up? Who do you break that glass and take him out to get, pick up that championship again? Mox. John Moxley cancels his vacation to carry the title through the fall uh, to drop it to MJF, which I'm sure was probably the plan for Phil for CM Punk to do. Mm-hmm, whether yeah. he'd gotten injured uh, after Double or Nothing or Brawl Out slash getting injured mm-hmm. um, at All Out, uh, it seemed ev- uh, pretty obvious that MJF was going to be the person to take the belt off CM Punk, um, and especially during. Moxley's well, actually, during both his interim run as champ and his his third reign, mm-hmm. he was basically defending the title, if not every week, every other week. 
He had after, tons yeah, after of tile defenses, yeah. putting on awesome matches with a wide variety of opponents. After it became obvious that FTR wasn't being used all that much, yeah. like in the later in the summer, it's sort of like then we sort of looked at Mox. I'm like, oh, he, is he going to get Wrestler of the Year this year? Because yeah. he was everywhere. He's putting on really good matches. He was doing the most interesting work of his career. I was trying to see when did he leave because he was gone for three months um, because uh, he had to, he went to rehab. Was that was early this year? I yeah, think, that was earlier it? in the year. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, in November 2021, so it was November, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then he came back early 2022. So yeah, yeah, it was. So I guess February 2022, um, and from from that point, yeah, he has been Mister AEW, and then of course he signed a massive deal. Yep. You know, after the brawl out stuff, I think it's like a five year deal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's my understanding too. Yeah, which would include like sort of being basically the backstage locker room leader, you know, mm-hmm. mentoring, giving advice, et cetera, et cetera. He never seemed to get that vacation that he wanted, um, but uh, he did get a massive new contract yep. um, extension. And uh, and yeah, he's like sort of, I guess he would be considered like the ace of, of AEW. Yeah, I think he's because, referred to himself as such. That sounds right. Yeah, because we have the whole thing with Tanahashi. With Tanahashi, yeah. So when he was interim champ... Um, he defended against Brody King. Uh-huh. He had an eliminator match against uh, Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Defended against Roosh. Mm-hmm. Um, had an eliminator match against uh, Mance Warner. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they crowned the second uh, interim champ. Oh, sorry, no, interim world title match. Sorry, this is against uh, uh, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat Punk in the unification bout, only to lose at All Out. And then he beat Danielson in, in the tournament final to crown a new champion. Mm-hmm. And then won a eliminator match against Juice Robinson. This is just all since, like, what is it, June? Yeah. Late June. Yeah. Um, defended he, also, a, he also lost to Nick Cage at GCW. Yes, he did. <laughs> a career versus title match. Um, also took on Hangman Page, Penta. Uh, had a eliminator match against Matt Menard. Uh, another one against Lee Moriarty. And up until MJF defeated him at full gear. So in the span of, what, five months, he either had between eight and ten, I would estimate, estimate yeah. either title defenses or eliminator matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's on all TV while, basically every yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, and all the while, during 2022, appearing multiple times for GCW as their champion, mm-hmm. appearing for, what is this, WrestleFest in January, appearing for Pro Wrestling Revolver once, Defy Wrestling once against Tom Lawler, showing up uh, in New Japan as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this dude is everywhere. He had got, I don't even, how many matches did he hold on? Oh, here we go. He had in 2022 uh, 60 matches. 60 matches. And he was out. Let's see here. 2022. That's weird. January? Wait, January. That makes sense. I guess, oh, I guess that's when he came back. Yeah, he okay, came back that's when January, he came yeah. back in, in yeah. late January. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Kind of, I mean, I know it's not like I think back in WWE had a year where he had like 200 matches. Yeah, he he wrestled 200 matches or something like that, like a ton. But still, these are high quality matches. Yes, they are. They are (laughs) to wrestle the style he wrestles these days. I don't know how often he got busted open in in 2022. Uh, Probably 60 for 60. Yeah, I'd imagine at least 50 for 60. 60. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, I mean those those are high impact matches. So uh, yeah, hats off to John Moxley. Had himself a heck of a 2022. 
Absolutely. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's move on to number four. Four. The acclaimed. Scissor me, Daddy Larson. Um, <laughs> talk about getting over organically. Oh, my God. Yeah, from the ground up in AEW. I don't think anybody else has really done it like the acclaimed has. Like, I, I think, think so. they they got their name in AEW, I think, right? Yeah. I don't think they were the They weren't a tag team before AEW. AEW. Yeah. That's right, yeah. One of them was, uh, Caster was one of Bobby Lashley's sisters. Mm-hmm. We saw, uh, of course, Bowens and do some time in NXT. Um, but, uh, yeah, from the ground up in AEW, uh, nobody has done it like the acclaimed has. They are now, I don't even think it's, I mean, can you name a more popular act in, in AEW than I cannot. the acclaimed? I cannot. I cannot. And it's crazy, like, I, I was looking at the first two pay-per-views of 2022, whether, what they were doing. They weren't on the card. Wow. Weren't on the card the first two pay-per-views. Of, and the, of, this dude has like 15 match cards. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Was not on the card. They weren't on the card at at Revolution, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Unless I was looking at the wrong Revolution. You were um, looking at the American Revolution. Oh, maybe. Like 17, 70, something or another. Uh, nope, I see no acclaimed here. Wow. That's nuts. Bowens was injured, though, for a spell. Yes. Yes, But still, the point is sound. Uh, the tag team division in AEW actually took kind of a, a weird turn in that coming into this year, it was loaded. And then uh, with the advent of the trios title, with the injury to uh, Santana from uh, X-Lax, yeah. uh, a variety of things sort of emptied out the trios. Di- I'm sorry, the tag division and sort of replaced people elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it left this. It left an awesome opportunity for the acclaimed, who completely and totally took it, yep. ran with it, um, and uh, and just made 2022 like their year. Like they were the top tag team in AEW at least of 2022. I think you can you know make the case probably the Usos had you know a pretty killer year as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, the acclaimed, you know, to come from the bottom and all the way to where they're at now, pretty special year for them. Yeah, it has been absolutely a special year, and, and to see it happen so organically. I remember when they got into the the story with the Gun Club, and the five of them mm-hmm. claimed uh, the Ass Boys and, and Daddy Ass, Billy Gun, were starting to get over as a faction. We're like, okay, this has some legs. This is going to go someplace because that's yeah. really. I mean, they were getting over before that, but that's what really kicked things to the next level. Sure. Yeah, and then they seemed to break it up that faction up too early, seemingly, mm-hmm. and then with within two weeks. It was like Colton and Austin ditched their dad. 
Mm-hmm. And and Billy joined back up with the acclaimed, and from there, it was yeah. it was it was not. They, they just got massively over. They had an incredible match against Swerve in Our Glory at All Out, mm-hmm. won the titles at Grand Slam, uh, just beat FTR to really solidify their spot at the top of the tag division without question. I think we were both kind of surprised that that happened the way it did. Like it's like, oh man, don't you want to kind of protect FTR a little bit? It's like. Man, that was uh that was that was a hell of a thing to see that go down. It really was. It really was. Yeah, to get the clean win over FTR, especially when FTR uh has been kind of in a thing with with Gun Club and if they're going to have a match against the Briscoes, do something to motivate that maybe. None of that came to pass. It was a clean W for the Acclaim. So and that check was huge this out, dude. At, I'm looking at prowrestlingtees.com and they've got this section here, AEW top selling items of the week. Yeah. There's there's 10 altogether. One, two, three, four of the 10 are, are acclaimed gear. Um, there's one Elite. There's one FTR, a Captain Insano shirt, mm. a House of Black shirt, Blackpool Combat Club hoodie, and an MJF one. But otherwise, the you know, the the one that looks like it's airbrushed with a scissor, a scissor me daddy ass shirt, that's number one. Yeah. Uh the limited edition top rope Tuesday pink shirt with the scissor instead of the a and a w is number three yeah uh the black version of that is number five and then the uh the christmas the ugly christmas sweater scissor me mistletoe is uh is number six here so yeah wildly popular yeah that's impressive that's an impressive feat yeah the uh the elites kansas entrance the silhouette one is uh number two but yeah, they've got they've got three of the top five, dude. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's been, yeah, been a heck of a year for the acclaimed. Heck of a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on now to number three. Three, Chris Jericho, the Ocho, the master of reinvention, reinvented himself yet again somehow. Yeah, been yeah. a real career renaissance for Chris Jericho. Uh, he's got this new faction, Jericho Appreciation Society. He had one of the best runs, uh, certainly of recent memory, as Ring of Honor champion. Again, mm-hmm. putting on really good matches with a wide variety of opponents. Bandito, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, that Ishii match was, was fantastic. crazy. Fantastic. Yeah. And then he just did the honors for a new signee on Dynamite, mm-hmm. Action Andretti, because mm-hmm. he's got this crisis of confidence storyline seeming, uh, seemingly coming up uh, towards the end of this year and going into 2023. I mean... He just knows seemingly when something's on the verge of getting stale and changing it up mm-hmm, yeah, and right. to see him kind of have a career renaissance, especially when it comes to in-ring stuff. He's gotten himself in fantastic shape um, and and his performance in the ring has gone up significantly since that happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's put on really good matches. He's involved in some of the, the more interesting stories. His yeah. part in the whole Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson himself story was done really well. I mean, the outcome wasn't that as interesting as we were hoping it would be, but the story itself was pretty solid. Yeah. Everything, everything he touches is actually fairly interesting. mm -hmm. His time as ring of honor champion where he was fighting a bunch of ring of honor, previous champions um, was really good. Apparently I was reading up today. Apparently he was the guy. This is sort of, this is sort of obvious. We all figured it, but he's the guy who saw what action Andretti had been doing. It was like, I want to put this guy over like uh Hall put over the one, two, three kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and he did a fantastic job doing that as well. Um, 
And in fact, I feel like that moment kind of overshadowed the main event, right? Yeah, like the MJF Ricky Stark it stuff. Um, so that was really fantastic. And then maybe even more important, he's really become sort of him, Mox and Danielson have become like the elders, the respected elders backstage. Yeah. He's got a lot of stroke in AEW. He does. He does. Um, yeah. He's 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 the locker room he's one of the locker room leaders there. And apparently he was he told Tony Khan after his match with Bandito, you gotta mm-hmm. sign this guy. Yeah, yeah, it was instrumental in doing that. So he's got Tony Khan's ear. Um and uh and yeah, you got you gotta figure from day one AEW Chris Jericho has been probably their MVP signing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he has paid off big time. Uh, you know, allegedly he told CM Punk he's a locker room cancer. <laughs> Which, you know what's funny is that it's totally believable given Jericho's history of being pretty honest with people backstage. Yeah. And, you and, know. And after hearing that story he and Cody tell about the thing with Punk dubbing himself locker room leader back in the WWE days and them kind of laughing about it. Not shocking. You don't, d- you know, the, their attitude is you don't declare yourself locker room leader. You just are. Yeah, right. People yeah. Will re- if people respect you, then they will look to you as a leader. You don't walk in there and just say, I'm the leader of this locker room because no one's going to yeah. respect that. Yeah. That was their attitude. But, dude, you know, it would have been easy for him to have started the inner circle and just kept on coasting on that. Yeah. But it was it was March of this year that they started the Jericho Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's over. You know, they did the sports entertainer stuff. And uh, and yeah, he's given that tons of legs. Now you got the situation with Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Um, so we'll see how all that all sorts out, but, uh, but yeah, Jericho just had, had an absolutely stellar year, whether it was in the ring behind the scenes or doing character work, he had everything going for him. He so, really did. So listen to the list of people he faced as ring of honor champ. After he beat Claudio, he beat bandito, mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. Dalton castle, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, yeah. uh, he beat Danielson, Claudio and Sammy Guevara at full gear. That was a great match. That too. was a fantastic bout. And then Ishii. Uh, great match. Dynamite right before Thanksgiving. Great match. That's a heck of a run. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And then after the Ishii match where his chest got busted open, came out later for a promo on Rampage. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he had a barbed wire. He had a barbed wire death match against Eddie Kingston too this year. God damn. Yeah. He put up his yeah. hair against Ortiz. Anarchy at the arena was tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, good stuff. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. Pretty good year for Chris Jericho. Let's move on. Number two. Two. Seamus. Uh, man, talk about turning around the perception of the fans just by having killer matches. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know what I there's there's sort of a little bit of a little bit of like, man, we know that Sheamus just puts on banger matches. I think obviously his series with Gunther mm-hmm. um, this year really did a lot. Another guy who had a great year, Gunther. Um, but uh, but yeah, Sheamus really sort of put himself into the picture for you know wrestler of the year by just having, as he says, banger after banger after yeah. banger. He's turned the brawling brutes into something that the fans really love to see, um, and. Uh, and yeah, no, he, he's just had a killer year in matches, man. This dude, you know, I think I put, I don't know if I put it number one, but it, it was close to number one. Sheamus versus Gunther uh, at, uh, I think it was Clash, um, yeah. at my number at my number one match of the year. Yeah, it's either that or, or L.A. Park and Viano 4. Well, yeah, that's the one that lives in my heart as number yeah. one match. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's been pretty re- remarkable. You think six years ago when they had Sheamus win money in the bank, cash in on Romy because that's like the one person that would probably get more booze than Roman at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one person or one of the few people that they can have feud against Roman that the crowd might actually cheer Roman. And for a while it worked, they booked Roman right. Uh, he beat Sheamus for the title and they went to the whole thing with Triple H Roman. And, you know, if you go back to uh, his time feuding with Cesaro and then forming the bar, that really seemed to be the point where things, the perception I feel like of Sheamus changed with, in a lot of fans' minds. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where it's like, okay, I think for a while, I know people within WWE really liked them and were really trying to push him, including Triple H, as the guy. Yeah, right. Back like in the early, you know, like early 2010s. Mm-hmm. And it never really stuck. Then after his time at the bar, putting on incredible match after incredible match with Cesaro, after the bar broke up, went on his own. And it took him a little while to find his way, but once they started the Brawling Brutes, they had Ridge join with them, and then Pete Dunne, you could tell he was felt really comfortable mm-hmm, and yeah. he knew who his character was. And so beyond mm-hmm. just putting on really awesome matches, it was a, a situation where, okay, his character work was picking up because mm-hmm. of his comfort level in the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. This is the best character work he's probably done in his entire career. It is. And it just feels so genuine. Yes. And I, I think that like it really kicked into full gear in during pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, the matches he had in Thunderdome with Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. We're just sort of, you know, a, a preview of things to come, um, and uh, and and his relationship with that. I remember his. It was very silly, but I remember being kind of sports entertained by uh, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they had their barroom brawl, which I know, like, was is probably now looking well, I mean, back. Probably. How could we forget when Jeff Hardy threw his viscous urine at at, at Sheamus? <laughs> God damn it! That was so disgusting. It's like, did they load up that with like fucking apple juice and syrup and maple syrup? What they put the some uh, like some uh, gelatin in there to thicken it up or something. Yeah, I don't they know. They did. It man, was viscous. Did. It was disgusting. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was entertaining stuff. It was like, it was. oh, he just threw a jar of nasty pee on him. Yeah, it was. Um, well, that's when he started adopting the the the. I mean, his his ring gear has been kind of the same for a while, but his attire that he wears when he's not wrestling with the hat. Yeah. And the tank yeah. top and and the and the slacks. That's mm-hmm. what he really yeah. adopted that outfit during the feud with Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and it's funny because like you know I've seen my fair share of uh, uh, Celtic warrior workouts, mm-hmm. and he does come off as a guy who's very charming in person. Yeah, he does, and he seems to have tapped into that also. You know, just who he is uh, for his character, and and yeah, it, it's worked really well. He's had a killer year. And, you know, this is a long time coming. It was like 10 years, more than 10 years ago that, you know, Triple H was really trying to force him as yep. the guy. And it was like, yeah, this doesn't really work. And he's uh, probably one of those guys like Drew McIntyre where it's like, you know, the more of a veteran he becomes, the more likable he becomes. Mm-hmm. So it just took took a lot of time. But but he's there. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Sheamus can do in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Let's go into our number one. And I think that it's not even close. Number one. Number one. Sami Zayn. I don't remember this. He oh, he started the year, or in February, he was uh, Intercontinental Champion for about a month. Uh, and then would he lose it like Shinsuke Nakamura? He beat Nakamura for it and lost it to Ricochet. Oh, okay. In, uh, what is this, March? Okay. Yeah, is that March. When the con- all the conspiracy theory stuff started. And then and, he was in yeah. um, the program for the Intercontinental title with Ricochet for a spell. He had the 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 uh, the film crew with him? Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, his feud with Johnny Knoxville that led Which was to great. an incredible WrestleMania bout. You know, the thing about that was, and then after that is kind of when he started the Bloodline stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. he wanted respect. You know, the thing that you have to appreciate about Sammy is that going back, talking about what you're talking about, going back to the beginning of the year, there's been a consistent story thread for him. You know, he had that Intercontinental Championship, was which he felt gave him the respect that he deserved. Yeah. And when he lost that, he fell apart and blamed it all on conspiracy. And all he's wanted since then isn't necessarily any titles. He wants the respect that comes yeah. with titles. Yeah. And if he can't find it in actual titles, he's found it in the bloodline. Yes. Which is why he's wanted desperately so much to be in the bloodline. And now he's achieved that coming up Friday. No, yesterday. Ooh. Might might have happened already. Maybe. I don't know. I'm pessimistic it's going to happen this soon, but who knows. Uh, so the bloodline story looks like it started in May of this year. So we're going mm. on seven months of him mm-hmm. being involved with the the A story in all of WWE. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and to go from a feud with Johnny Knoxville, which was entertaining, the match was great, wildly mm, yeah. fun. Yeah. To go from celebrity division in WWE to go to the A story. Yeah. And again, week after week, hitting home run after home run, putting mm-hmm. like we think one segment's a segment of the year, the next week the segment's better. Yeah, with him in the bloodline. Yeah, um, from a character perspective, doing some of the absolute best work of his career, the best work in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it, I know he doesn't wrestle as often these days, but it's hard. It, it, he's a tremendous in-ring wrestler himself. Oh, even if he's not the doing the the brain buster on the top turnbuckle, I don't think we're ever going to see that in WWE. But he's still really good. What was the other thing we saw? We did see something else. We saw. Didn't we? We didn't see. I thought we saw that. Didn't we see that? No, we didn't see him do that. No. We saw someone else do that, not WB, but I think someone else did that in the match we saw. I thought we saw Sammy do something crazy like that. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, no, he's had a tremendous, and honestly, you have to also give, you know, just for the entertaining entertainment standpoint, him b- trying to break the Usos, Absolutely. trying to break Solo Sokoa. So and you got to give a lot of credit to Jey Uso, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. You have to give a lot of credit to Jey Uso, who has also done just tremendous character work um during this whole thing i mean him and sammy it could be you know this could be sammy Zayn and jay uso sort of tied be, for it that could be the entirety of the bloodline honestly that's true yeah because roman's still doing great work jay's doing great work i mean Jimmy's doing great work if you just if you take even like who's doing great work who's had a great 2022 you can't take roman reigns out of this you know yeah. it's like roman reigns is up here you know the dude he's i think he just broke three years since having been pinned mm-hmm. to baron corbin was the last time he was that's pinned. crazy um, but yeah, it's been three years since he's been pinned. Uh, and, uh, and he's reached, I don't know, probably a thousand days as universal champion or something like I think that. It's quite that many. It's over 800. I think though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's it is a, a lot. Pro- by the time Manny comes around, it'll be, it. I think it'll be, a thousand. it'll be, if, if not, it'll be dang, dang close. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, it's absolutely crazy. Let me see. Oh, I kind of want to see what it is. But no, no getting back to Sami Zayn, I mean, and I, I, I fully expect 2024, I'm sorry, 2023 to be an absolutely killer year for him as yeah. well. Yeah, if rumors would be believed, he's going to get a, a match against Roman mm-hmm. uh, at Elimination Chamber. Odds are he and Kevin Owens will probably win the tag titles from the Usos at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and and this is one of those storylines, one of those one of the situations where that can really send Sami Zayn to the next level. 
mm-hmm. in yeah, terms of being a, a consistent main eventer. His, so his right work now, in the story has been that good. Roman's got, oops, he's got 837 days. Okay. Minus 837, 163 divided by 30, so about five So Mania, months. it's going to just be after Mania then. Think they'll give him a thousand days? Maybe. I think they'll give him a thousand days. Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably. That's what the Universal title, title, right? The Universal title, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah WWE probably, title, yeah. obviously, is just since Mania. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. There's you the wrestlers. Oh, honorable yeah, mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Uh, first up, Will Osprey had a killer year. Yeah, he had eight. I mean, if if Meltzer's star ratings are of importance to you, he had eight five star matches out of seventy one bouts for the year. That's crazy. That's a pretty high percentage of five-star matches. That's a really high percentage. Um, he also uh, main evented Wrestle Kingdom at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Kenny yeah. at this next Wrestle Kingdom. That's going to yep. be a hell of a match. Yep. <clears throat> he was one of the centerpieces of the Forbidden Door stuff. Yep, he was heavily involved in that. Um, himself and Aussie Open had a match against the Elite. United Empire's blown up this year yeah. too. They yeah. it was like three guys coming into it and then it's like blown up to like ten guys or something like that. Yeah. It's a lot now. So yeah, he's had a killer year. Uh I have this entry on here. The twenty twenty one WWE releases because they came flooding back after Triple H took over. Yeah. Hit row, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, John, Johnny Gargano. John. Although he wasn't released, he just let his contract expire. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, no, a ton of releases came back. It was nice to get that paycheck. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Triple H, he had himself a pretty good year too. Uh, came back, started working with the company, and then, I don't know, it wasn't that much longer. Vince resigned. Triple mm-hmm. H took uh, was named new head of creative. And while we haven't seen like a huge, massive sea change in terms of the creative presentation WWE, He's tightening things up so at least we don't get the endless rematches. We don't get nonsensical yeah. storylines. Yeah. And he's allowed matches to breathe, especially on Raw. And he's seemingly allowed the performers to be more themselves and not rely mm. on scripted dialogue as often. And kind of importantly, backstage morale seems to be at an yes. all-time high. Yes. Everybody's not on edge because crazy-ass Vince is there. That's kind of important. There. Yeah. I mean, we're not so. getting the, a wild change in creative approach, I wouldn't say, but... He's 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 making sure things are working as they should. My hope for him is in 2023 he puts his, his fucking foot on the gas. Yeah, because this shit with Bray Wyatt inching along, Nikki Cross stalking people inching along. Too many things are inching along, and I feel like he's still putting a lot of stuff in place. But he's got to start making his moves. Oh. He's got to start making his moves. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll bring that up next time I talk to him. Uh, also, Speedball Mike Bailey. You put him in the mat oh, wow. and ring against anybody, you're gonna get a great match. Like the reason to watch Impact, just had a sixty-minute match with Josh Alexander. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's had excellent matches all year long. Fantastic, fantastic oh, year fantastic. for Speedball. Uh, got Jordan Grace on here as well. Speaking of fantastic wrestlers, um, her her feud with Masha Slamovich was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely awesome. Uh, won the Knockouts title this year. Uh, been a great year for Jordan Grace. No, she's terrific, man. Especially like just her visual transformation. Like she just looks like she belongs in WWE main roster at this point. Like she belongs at the upper echelon 
of professional wrestling. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it. Let us know who we left off. Let us know in the comments below who had a better year than any of the people we listed in this list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.